Hello, Michael. Hello, everyone out there listening. I'm going to start us off today with a number. 151. The average amount of points I score against Anthony in this league. 151. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Some some members of this league have never even reached 151 as a score, I feel like. And that's what I have averaged against Anthony in the nine games I have played him. Nine times, and I'm averaging 151. That has got to be the highest out of anyone. <laughs> like, that's just ridiculous. I'm sorry, Anthony. I, I apologize. I don't know why my team hates you. So far this season, we have had... You said 151, correct? Yeah. We've had two performances hit 151 this season. And they Insane. were... You and me this week. <laughs> Insane. And that's what I average against Through five Anthony. weeks, we have had two people... Two games where people have scored 151 points. And, uh, Anthony, this oh. guy's averaging this against you. So, uh... I don't In know. nine games? This isn't like... This isn't like a couple games, either. Mm-hmm. This is nine games. Man, I kind of want to look Man. now and see what your average is for, um... your entire, like, career in this league. So, go ahead, John. Tell us a little bit about what happened last week. I'm gonna get this number figured out for us. <laughs> Michael's gonna do do a lot of math here. Yeah, last week was uh, it was a fun week all around. Honestly, like everyone was scoring, even up to the very end when Lamar Jackson made that insane comeback and Mark Andrews popped off. I mean, my God, it, it was it was a pretty fun week. Me and Anthony, very stressful game, 180 to 146 in the end, but. My God, we were just trading blows all Sunday. Like, it was just ridiculous. I wasn't surprised when Nick Chubb would score another touchdown. Like, me and Anthony, just our players just go off every time we face each other. Okay, John, are you Uh, ready? Yeah. This is how much your team goes off. In your career in the Rice Dynasty League of 43 games, um... You've put up 5,672 points. That's an average of about 131.9 a week. <laughs> Which means you score on average 20 points higher when you play wow. Anthony. <laughs> that is a ridiculous stat. It's what the insane. hell? Um, I'm so sorry, Anthony. <laughs> I don't know what gets into my team. I don't know what it is. Do you know your career record against Anthony now? Uh, no, I did not look up career record. Um, it's got to be... I think I'm in the lead now by two or three wins, maybe. Because I won all three games last year. Well, I will say, um, thanks to your win, I have now become the all-time winningest team in the Rice Dynasty League. Historically. Congratulations, yes. Michael. I, uh, I am 29-14. But if Anthony beats me this week, he will be back tied with me. So we have history on the Man. line. That's huge game. Anthony and yeah, I was Chris looking at that are, league yeah, history. tied with a game behind me. I was looking at that league history page, and I was like, huh, funny how the uh, top three players don't have a trophy at the top of this Oh, list man. <laughs> that is shade. So, yeah, I said, oh, weird how, weird how they, they don't have a spot up here at the championship part. Huh, interesting. <laughs> wow. Uh, but no, I'm pretty. I'm in fourth. I'm pretty close to you guys, too. I'm like not that far back. Yeah, you're two games back from me. One game back <laughs> yeah, from Anthony no. and Chris. You're not far behind at <laughs> yeah. all. Nope. But even though your um, um, career points are for over 450 ahead of mine, which is great. Yeah, my career points, nuts. Um, it helps It helps that both years that I got fifth, um, I was either leading in points or second in points. Mm-hmm. So my record does not usually match my point total here. This is true. 
Anyway, um, all right. Good to dive Power into rankings, history Michael. a little bit here and talk about how dominant you are against Anthony, apparently. Yeah, I mean, what a it's fun, fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like league history. League history is that fun. Stuff it um, but tickles my fancy, for sure. Say that again? Tickles my fancy, oh, for tickles sure. Tickles your fancy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we tickle your fancy every week on this podcast. Yeah, of course. All right. Let's dive in. Number 10, where he wants to be, where he deserves to be, Tom Myring. Coming off a loss to Alex um, in a thrilling game in which Hollywood Brown had to bring Alex back. Um, but great game overall. Uh, Tom wanted to lose. Everyone in this league, 10 out of 10, for probably the first time in league history, were rooting for the same player in a game. <laughs> <laughs> that was Very pretty fun. fun. Everybody was rooting yeah. for Alex. So, um, yeah. yeah, Alex pulled this out. And so, Tom, you're welcome. You're back. Your team's 10th. All right, Michael, I got to pause real quick. Emergency poop. Okay. John, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Did you survive? He survived. I survived. Guys. It was a miracle. Um, oh, I, yeah, I, I, I thought I was going to die in there. I'll be honest. <laughs> His face just kind of, you know, and your eyes just kind of pop and you know something's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me all of a sudden and I was like, oh, God, I, I got to go. I got to go. Never happened to me in the middle and of a podcast before. That's a first. That is a first. I've had to break um, the podcast a few times, but, you know, um, here we are. We made it. You're okay. And we're back. So, were you talking about Tom? I hadn't started talking about Tom yet, um, but you talked about oh, him. Okay. And, yeah, this is where he – I mean, let's be honest. If his team was full this strength – where- Tom is. Let's be honest. At the bottom. If his team was full strength, I, I don't think it would be here. Um, don't think it would be here at all. I, <laughs> there's a lot of good happening here, uh, for sure. Mr. Jamar Chase, very nice. Mr. Chase Claypool, very nice. Um, Callaway's finally paying off for him. Uh, that's that's nice, I guess. And Dawson Knox, of course. I guess. Dawson Knox got a trade for this guy. Yeah, say I'll say I honestly I'm just never gonna trade for him and just say it every week on the podcast like, God I gotta trade for Dawson Knox right, gotta get that Allen to yep. Knox connection, but then I'm just never gonna do the trade. <laughs> kind of tortured a time. <laughs> no, you should do it. Um. So yeah, Tom's number ten. Uh, number nine, I'm gonna go with Alex. Uh, another week. And he, he won. So I got to give him credit. Alex had a nice week, but he did not out, uh, he did outscore Charlie. Damn, maybe I should put Charlie here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Alex is uh, number nine. Uh, this team, man, it's got some star power. It really does. Michael Pittman, looking good for him. Probably, in hindsight, he, he won that trade. Not by, like, a ton, but he probably won that trade. Michael Pittman is looking really nice. Um, Hollywood Brown, though. Holy cow, this guy's here. <laughs> He's John, and here. I think this is something we never thought we'd say about Hollywood Brown. The consistency. Yeah. He's there. It's, it's consistent. Yeah, so far, it's so good for, for Mr. Hollywood Brown. I still want to see him with Bateman, but if he's still good with Bateman... Um, yeah, that's the one concern is they did just draft a very good wide receiver in the first round. Um, but you can't argue with five touchdowns no. through five games. You got 10 targets last night, nine catches for 125 yards. Uh, I think that was a turning point for Lamar Jackson. And I realize this is really weird coming from a guy who like has won the MVP. But this is as much as it's a fantasy football podcast. I just want to talk about that for a hot second. I'll go on this little uh, little sidestep. Lamar never won coming back. Like he always won from ahead, and he could run the ball, and they could like just wind the clock because he was so talented. But he doesn't have a whole lot of comeback wins in his career, and that was a big comeback where he really had to throw the ball. That is huge for Hollywood Brown. That's huge for Mark Andrews, and it's huge for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So. That was an awesome game on Monday. Um, it obviously pulled off Alex's comeback, and 
I'm happy for Alex to get his first win. Yeah, I mean that last those last moments for the Ravens are what you what you hoped this would be with Lamar Jackson as a fantasy person here, um, who owns Lamar or owns anyone in the Ravens offense. That's what you hoped it would be all the time. So hopefully that's what it turns into all the time, because that's I mean that's what the Ravens looked like when Lamar Jackson was at his peak. Obviously he's been kind of diving uh, ever since his peak a couple of years ago, but. When they were diving, when, I mean, not diving. You sure? <laughs> not diving exactly, but he was he. I mean, when you're at the top, Michael, there's nowhere to go but down. So technically, yes, he was diving um, because okay. because Mahomes and some other players took over, took his spotlight a little bit. But um, yeah, his he, he's electric. Fifty six points out of him. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely insane. And, uh, yeah, do you want to talk anything more about Alex's team before we move on to uh, well, number eight? He's he's not my number nine, so. Oh, who's your number nine? Charlie. Ooh, there he is. Charlie's back at number nine. Uh, yep, still, still at number nine for, I mean, he was ten, nine, and now nine again. Um. Yeah, Charlie, I mean, he, he put up a decent performance, better performance than I thought he would without Monty. Uh, Mr. Williams, uh, Damien, uh, definitely looked good replacing Monty, so that's good. DK had a good game. Amari Cooper had a touchdown. Um, the Cole Beasley start rough. Tight end still rough um, without Mr. Gronk. So it's been a, it's been a hard uh hard beginning of the season here for for charlie he thought he was gonna get a win here as well so that also sucks yeah that does suck for charlie uh he's my number eight i think this this loss could have been avoided he no, oh sorry no it couldn't have been avoided it was too lopsided but one thing he could have done better was not playing cole beasley um one thing I thought that was pretty funny is look at Cole Beasley's uh, bio right now. Read, read that out loud. Back-to-back clunkers. <laughs> of course. Back-to-back clunkers for Cole Beasley. <laughs> you hate to see game. that. Um, no, unfortunately for Charlie, this was, this was the week he should have started Jameis, obviously, um, <laughs> who threw four touchdowns. And had two rushing touchdowns, uh, two touchdowns, sorry, of 40 plus yards, which is a boost in our league. Um, you know, he's got bench options. Michael Carter's finally looking good for him, which is nice. Um, but he won't get Gronk back this week, which is tough because Gronk was doing really well for him and gave him an actual advantage in the tight end slot. Um, on the positive side for him, Damian Williams looked really nice. Uh, had a touchdown in there too, catching the ball, like running pretty well. Um, although Las Vegas is a hard judge since they were obviously not very motivated in this game. <laughs> they didn't care a whole lot about football this week. Yeah, it seemed like they didn't. Um, so, yeah. yeah, Charlie is number eight for me. Uh, my number eight is Alex, so we, we switched it around a little bit. Um, and yeah, congrats to Alex. Got his first win. He was the lowest scoring winner, and he would have lost to um, three of the people who lost. But let's ignore all that because he won. He's got a win. <laughs> One and he deserves four. a win. One and four in the year for him. Um, and honestly, you know, Kirk didn't have as good of a game that I, as I as I thought he would against Detroit. Um, so some some of these could have been a little different here. Some of these players in his, in his starting lineup. Um, could have could have done a little bit better, but overall, gotta gotta like what you're seeing from Alex. These, pe- I mean, these this putting up 116. You know, it's it's nice. And on his bench, he's even got some depth here. Tim Patrick's been pretty consistent all year, honestly. Um, he has. Mm-hmm. And Deontay Harris had a nice game. He had a nice catch. <laughs> a nice catch. catch. Singular catch. <laughs> Pittman. Looking good too. So, Pittman's looking good. Yep. Yeah. It's just, I just I I haven't looked at Alex's bench in the history of this league and been like, oh, look at these people. He could also start in flex roles. Right. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. It is sad that Chuba Hubbard now will go to his bench yeah. um, because 
he had a nice week, and it was good to have, probably for good for Alex to have a running back. But to his credit, Leonard Fournette um, off to a decent start. He's the RB16 on the season, so he's a guy you can definitely play. Um, McKissick is going to be hit or miss, especially because he has Patterson on bye. Luckily, though, for Alex, he does have enough players where he has people he can start like on a consistent basis, and it's not like he's playing, well, Tyreek Cohen from last year. Yeah. Not the good Tyreek Cohen. <laughs> so it's uh, – it's good for Alex because he's actually fielding a decent lineup every week. Like, there's not a week where you're like, he has absolutely no shot unless he's playing like Chris. So, uh, happy for Alex. Again, we raved about him last week. He's making moves in the right direction. I'll keep talking about him until the end of time. <laughs> but um, my number seven is going to be Nick now, actually, after his very impressive week, mostly due to Lamar Jackson's 57 points. Holy cow. But that's the potential that he has, and that, that's how his team is built. It's built a lot around Lamar, who is supposed to do that for him. Um, he's got to put Emmanuel Sanders in his lineup. Like I said last week, Emmanuel Sanders is a consistent starting player. Like He's good enough. He's the wide receiver 18. He's put up double-digit points in the last three weeks. you got to put Emmanuel Sanders in. Um, anyway, if I was Nick, at this point, you're 1-4 now. You have a chance to win this week against Alex. I would I would sell Jalen Hurts. I would play Latavius Murray probably, or I would play um, Emmanuel Sanders. <clears throat> Get Brian Edwards out of your lineup. Like The guy's not doing anything for you. He's just kind of there. And, uh, yeah, even Jalen Rager's fine because you know he'll get some points, but you really should try to get somebody else with uh, Jalen Hurts being in there. Or you trade Lamar and you rebuild your positional players. Still think he should tank, but he doesn't want to do that, so I just won't even talk about it. Uh, but Nick's seven because he does have a little bit of pop-off potential. Yeah, I got him at seven as well. I mean, yeah, Lamar looked great. Um, Hunt is just continuing to, to put up amazing points. He's the running back six. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's super nice for him. Um Robert Woods. I mean, God, I wish he. I wish he would consider tanking because these players are just, especially Hunt. Like, he, he could he could trade Hunt to someone who's more in the race here for sure. Like, I, I he's just kind of rotting away on this roster, you know. But yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, Hunt is definitely a sell high guy as he does have five touchdowns through five weeks. Like. I don't think he's going to finish the year with 17 touchdowns. Sorry. <laughs> For sure. Um, but, yeah, Nick uh, ended up putting up 137 on you. Even though he was facing you, he still looked pretty good. So, in one of my other leagues, yeah, but... one of my other leagues I had Lamar, I was, like, losing 99 to, like, 40-something because I had CEH, Barkley, and Galladay, who all got injured mid-game. Um and then I ended up losing 99 to 97. I was. Oh, that hurts. I was so sad. I, like, had to root for Lamar to, like, throw an interception at the end or some stupid. Or, like, some. The running back gets a fumble or something. Because I just knew I yeah, didn't so have enough he gets points. The ball back. Yeah, because he didn't have yeah. enough points. But He's, like, about to score a touchdown. And you're like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I need. I'm too short. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Dang. That's depressing. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people had huge Monday night comebacks. Yeah, I know. By like the things, some of the things I saw on Twitter today is like people were down like 60, 70 points and came back because they had like Hollywood and Lamar, yeah. or like Mark Andrews and Lamar, yeah. or like Jonathan Taylor and one of those guys. Yeah. So crazy Monday night. Um, trust the process is now one in four, but put up a great fight in a rivalry game. Uh, so he's number seven. John, I'll let you go first as I've talked about these guys to start. Uh, who's your number six? My number six is Quinn. He's unfortunately fallen another spot for me. Um, lost to Jack this week. Still put up a pretty good week. Uh, not good enough to beat Jack, though. Uh, and unfortunately, Jonathan Taylor's uh, Monday night performance just blew him, up, blew him out of the water here. Yeah, still, Buried him. still got a t- good team going on here. I mean, God, you just you want better weeks from from someone like Thielen when he's facing Detroit. You know, that's upsetting to see a five-pointer. Um, 
Sucks, sucks about T. Higgins as well. Chase is just the only guy, it seems now. Um, but besides that, still got a lot of... I mean, Zeke, so good. Eckler, so good. Um, but another huge loss for Quinn, honestly. He's going to have to play Matt Stafford um, for a while here, right? Because Russell Wilson, a bit hurt. Yeah, that's a big loss. Yeah. Yeah, losing Russell Wilson. So, yeah, Quinn, so sad to say it, but, yeah, he's he's on the downtrend here. Yeah, I've got Quinn at six as well, which really stinks. Um, this is still a really good team. I'm not counting him out by any means. Um, this will this is a second straight loss. But, uh, yeah, Matt Stafford is a little bit of a downgrade from Russell Wilson just because Stafford won't be counted on for the touchdown volume that Russell Wilson is usually counting for. So that that's that takes a hit. Um, Stafford also won't add any rushing upside for you that Russell Wilson will. Uh, like you covered, uh, Elliott and Eckler, both top five running backs. Eckler, now the number two running back on the season. I'm not surprised by this. I think Eckler is absolutely awesome. So that's fantastic. Um, and then... Yeah, Cooper Cup is coming back down to earth a little bit. We knew this would happen. We didn't think he was going to stay the wide receiver one. Luckily, though, the targets aren't going down, so that's good for him. The one thing that is concerning, though, is Thielen had three targets in this game against Detroit. Um, That's not good. That is not what you want to see. Justin Jefferson got a large majority of the targets. If this keeps up, I think Thielen, who is not young, is kind of heading in like a down sloping direction we'll see it could change um i still think this team is good i think it's just kind of hitting a wall i do have a question for you about this team yeah do you start james connor oh i mean i know right oh i was right i would hate having to possibly consider this um god i mean he's scoring over 10 the past three weeks but it's been touchdown dependent here and the Cardinals have looked very different the past three weeks. Like, I don't know. They It seems like they have come out with different looks each week, too. But scoring 11 in that game against San Francisco, where they, real, they really didn't have much offense, is, is a decent sign, too. I don't know. He's, if I had to, I would try to put him in. Like, I, I maybe would feel comfortable putting him in over T. Higgins or Corey Davis one week. I mean, you need him to score. Is the yeah, I know. So he has to score. Yep. Uh, yeah. Marlon Mack's uh, back, it's, though, it's dude. A tough call. Marlon Mack, six points. This guy's good. Marlon Mack. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's fantastic. Um, we knew this was coming, <laughs> of course, because uh, it's Marlon Mack, and he's the best. So we all knew that he would be back eventually 9.4 yards per carry this guy's so good um yeah Quinn uh, sad for team but uh, Quinn can still get pop off having the Stafford Cup stack will be nice each week I guess sorry I had to just play that for a second <laughs> I didn't hear it I didn't hear whatever you played. oh shoot <laughs> so I embarrassing for return you return of the Mac oh <laughs> I just needed the drop <laughs> um all right, <laughs> number five, Jack. <laughs> Jack is here. Jack. Jack is back. Jack. Um, I still can't hear whatever you're playing, dude. <laughs> Michael's nodding his head. Jack is hear. Return of the Jack. <laughs> playing Return of the Jack. Okay. Oh, I heard it for a second, but it went away. It's the Discord. Uh, Discord. Right. Discord mutes your audio when it's too far away. Well, sorry about that. They will hear it in the podcast, though. Okay, cool. And I won't be able to hear it. Return of the Jack. Okay. Yeah, number, uh, number five, Mr. Jack Reith beating Quinn, the person who brought him into this league. Really disrespectful, but um, you got to love it for the guy. His, his starting lineup not only popped off, but his entire bench also popped off. Um, and for a second there, yeah, it really did. For a second there, he was gonna have a week where he lost and regretted not playing Antonio Brown, Alexander Madison, and Miles Gaskin. Um, but it ended up not mattering. So you just 
Didn't matter. You just say, oh, okay, cool. Take that as a take that as a win. My max points four just went up a bunch, and I still won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, this team's got really good depth. We've known it all year, and if it pops, it pops. Uh, I think he should have played Madison with Dalvin Cook being out, but it was fine. Miles Gaskin is someone who kind of came out of nowhere with ten catches. Like. I know. What the heck? I would. I was. How come all these running backs end up with like ten catches in these games? Yeah. Gaskin's getting the bench for me immediately. There's no way I play Gaskin after a point five week from him against the Colts. Yeah, so. I, I totally get that. <laughs> I, I wasn't saying you want to play Gaskin. I yeah, said yeah. I would have played Madison. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I heard you. Yeah, um, Antonio Brown is a very much a hit or miss guy, but. In two of his weeks, he's been under 10 points. In the other two, he's been over 23 points. So, I don't know what you do with him. You just throw him in. You play him, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm In one of my leagues, I started Godwin over him. I was very upset. Didn't matter because the rest of my team... You don't know who's going to score in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Except Mike Evans, apparently. (laughs) Except Mike Evans, who's still here. Yeah. Yeah. Trade him back to me, John. I want to. He's got to come home. Okay, I'll consider it. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Um, but no, Jack's team very deep. Uh, good performance this week. He can beat anybody any week just because he has the star power um, and the depth. Like even DJ Moore didn't have a good week. Not worried about it. Um, Devo Samuel had a uh, good week, like in terms of his yard, like. He got nine targets, and he got a touchdown, so he had a decent week. But, yeah, this is a good team, and he'll keep rolling. So, on to the top four. John, who's your four? Uh, Anthony is my four. Same. Yeah. Um, Despite a very good week. Yeah, he had a very good week. Uh, We still got a very good top three, clearly. But, yeah, I mean, watch – I know it more than – anyone i i was watching his players all day destroy me kyle pitts started off the morning um finally breaking out like michael predicted uh, i told you it was gonna happen if you predicted every week eventually <laughs> it'll happen. exactly uh, yeah and his uh, three-headed dragon of chubb Kamara harris oh so nice god harris just gets so much work it's insane oh my god um it's nuts. 20, 25 touches. This guy's a rookie. They just got him this year. <laughs> this guy. He's going to be dead. 23 years old. He's going to. I think this is a. Tr- you need to sell this guy because he is going to die by the end of the year. Anthony. He's going to explode. This is the. Him and Adam Thielen are the same age at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Harris is basically 40. <laughs> Harris is 40 after what they've put him through already. Pretty sure he already has more touches than like Clyde and Miles Sanders. Definitely more than <laughs> yeah, Miles Sanders. Definitely more than Miles. Um, yeah, I mean Anthony could have won this game if. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with Stefan Diggs. I mean, he's still having a. Yeah, what's going on with Diggs? He's, I don't understand. He's that. having a decent year, but it's just no touchdowns. Basically, just one against Miami. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, Knox has taken yeah. all the TDs. I mean, even, but last year, the difference is he, he had way more targets. Like, um, he was getting way more yards. Like, there's something – maybe there's just too many offenses – or too many offenses. Jeez. Too many cooks in the kitchen here on this offense. Yeah. Um, I think getting Sanders made a big difference probably. Like, they had – I think you're right. They had no I, one besides Diggs. They had no one besides Diggs last year right they were cole beasley was relevant because <laughs> yeah. josh allen's that good but you're now seeing what it looks like when there's two wide receivers that are relevant and Diggs is getting all the attention but that leaves sanders open with the number two corner and that's usually easier to beat so sanders so far has been the guy i'm sure they will figure it out with Diggs. five targets is not what you want to see though out of him that's the only concerning part the big thing with Anthony is that his weakest position the last few seasons, in fact, probably since he's been in the league, has been tight end. And now he's got the answer. Like, we knew Kyle Pitts was coming. Um, he just he had the targets. He just needed to get the touchdowns. And now he has the yardage to go with it. Like, he's figuring this out. Ten targets this week, 119 yards. Like, here he is. 
he was coming the whole time. We knew it. Yeah. And uh, he's he's here. So Kyle Pitts is here, and Anthony is also still very much in this. Great team. Yeah. Three and two. Tough matchup this week for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number three. This is really where it gets interesting. Who do you have, John? Oh, this is where it got very hard for me. Um, I put Chris here. Do it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Whoa. Yeah, I put Chris here. I did, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He had a really bad – we haven't seen Chris have – Chris or me or you or Anthony, I feel like, have as bad of a week as he was having. I mean, he got unlucky with Saquon getting, going out. Um. But Mark Andrews really saved his week and got him all the way up to 133. Yeah, Kyler didn't do much for the first time. Um, He's coming back down to earth. Yeah, he's coming back down to earth. I mean, we knew it. If Kyler and Hopkins were doing what they were doing in weeks one and two the whole year, like Chris was unbeatable. But apparently that's not going to happen, luckily. Uh, CMC's coming back, but with Saquon uh, now banged up like – I don't know. That's that's he's just trading injuries here, um, which is sad. Uh, of course, he's got tons of depth still, and he's still gonna be really good. So it doesn't matter that much. But I think it matters enough when teams like me and you are popping off pretty consistently too. Here, uh, we're putting so I'm putting him at three. Yeah, I think it does matter to an extent because now you look down his bench and his running back depth is limited. Uh, if Barkley's out. He's down to McCaffrey and Swift. You don't want to play Ronald Jones. You don't want to play Josh Jacobs. You don't want to play Kenny Gainwell. Um, the running back depth really gets limited for this team. That's why I've moved him down to three. Uh, McCaffrey is obviously still a cheat code if he's in. DeAndre Swift is has been awesome this year. Pretty much everything you could hope for. Uh, if he scores, then he's really good. Even if he doesn't, he's still got a safe floor just because of the amount of catches he gets. CeeDee Lamb came back this week. We knew he would. Um, but Terry McLaurin has always been an inconsistent player. And Kyler Murray's coming back down to earth a little bit. So it's hard. This team is still really good. Obviously, Mark Andrews, you know, is still a really good tight end. He's got this potential to pop off. Justin Jefferson had a great week. I don't think the depth is as good as we thought it was at the beginning of the season, though, because Brandon Ayuk is doing nothing. Uh, like, Deontay Johnson is fine. You could play him, but sometimes he doesn't really do much. So it's uh, like this week. He, he did score 16 points, but it was on two catches <laughs> for 72 yards and a touchdown. So, like, are you confident starting him? I don't know. Uh, he still has Darius Geis on his IR. How? <laughs> Why? Gotta have anyway, him, just in case. Sorry. Um, no, this team doesn't have quite as much depth as we thought it did. If I was Chris, I'll be honest, I'd trade Tom Brady. To who? Trade Tom Brady? To who? Who wants Tom Brady? Uh, uh, Quinn, for one, would want a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Like I'd look around the league and say, like, all right, whose quarterback situation is not um, kind of on par with the rest of the league? And, you know, you look at Charlie, you look at Quinn, you look at uh, Tom to an extent, but he wouldn't want that. <laughs> he doesn't want the points. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd look at one of those teams, and I'd trade Tom Brady. I mean, he's he's the fantasy two quarterback. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, you have Kyler Murray. You're not going to bench Kyler Murray because you have a stack. Trade Tom Brady. Go get a running back. Like you could probably get a low end running back for Tom Brady. Yeah, don't you think? Probably. It's I, I think Quinn's the best candidate for sure. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie also needs a quarterback, but I. I don't know. He's already traded for Winston. Like if I'm him, I'm like, God, do I go out and trade for another quarterback when I have so many other needs too? Um. Probably not. Yeah. If you're Charlie. I think Quinn's the best but option. He's also 0 5, so why would you want to go get a aging quarterback? Yeah, exactly. I think Quinn's the guy you go after here, but Yeah. I'm not trying to orchestrate trades with teams that are really scary and I am worried about playing. <laughs> so 
Anyway, Chris is number three for me this week. If he gets healthy, we know he's number one. But until then, he, he's number three right now. So yep. I agree with you. Number two, John, who do you have? Myself. Whoa. Okay. Our first disagreement in a while. Um, yeah, I, well, I just felt like, I don't know. You had, if you didn't have such a good week alongside me, um, I would have felt been more comfortable putting myself up top. Uh, but it is a good sign for me that I was able to put up 180 when I didn't have um, Cook or, or Mixon at full strength. Uh, that's super good. I had to play AJ Green, and I scored 180. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. That's so good. And AJ Brown's doing jack shit this year, um, who was also in my starting lineup. Um, so, yeah, it's... It, it, my team, I, I love it. Derrick Henry, J- God, James Robinson is—it's I, I I tear up every time I say his name. I'm like, this is this is what I wanted him to be this year, and it, he's doing it. Um, if only his coach remembered he existed uh, in the second half, then he would have had over 30 points for sure. Um. Wow, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think your team's fantastic, and that's why I'm not going to talk about them yet. Uh, I'm going to talk about myself here. I'm at number two. Uh, I am not – I'm behind you in points four on the season. You bested me in points this week, and myself and Chris are separated by two points on the year, and then there's you sitting at 708, which is like 30 – like almost 40 points ahead of me on the season. So I'm putting – you number one, so I'll talk about you in a second. Um, my team's doing well. I'm on a good run right now. Uh, obviously, Justin Herbert was unbelievable this week. Passed for 400 yards, four touchdowns, <laughs> and another one on the ground. So that was pretty insane. He's up to the quarterback five after two very bad weeks in the first few weeks. Um, but my team is starting to get banged up, so I can't put them at number one. Uh, CEH went down. He's going to be out a few weeks. Um, and then, like, not Tyreek Hill, but, I, I mean, I have injuries all over the place now. Like, George Kittle is down. You know I lost Dobbins early, which is really hurting because I would love to have him in this spot. So now I'm looking at this starting lineup, and I know I'm doing well, and, like, Kadarius Tony had a good week, but is, like, that guy I can start? I, I don't know. Right now he is. I don't know who to start right here. Um, Miles Sanders is still not consistent enough to be able to start. So I don't think I'm worthy of the number one spot just yet, uh, even though Herbert's been fantastic because an off week from him and Keenan Allen hasn't been that great for me so far. Uh, I don't think I'm worth this number one spot just yet because I don't have the depth. So here I am at two. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I could agree with, with most of what you're saying. I still think your team just has insane... It just seems like every week you got someone going off, um, and that's helped you every single time. By the way, Herbert and Lamar Jackson this week on opposite sides of uh, of the team here, they both they they both have like a record all-time scores in the top five now um, in our wow. league. 57 is number three now and lamar jackson's 56.98 is number four now so that's that's quite ridiculous it's not showing up in league in the league history yet which i'm sad about but it will be there i imagine yeah that's crazy nuts i didn't i also did not know jared goff was (laughs) was number three before that so jared goff still holds held number three for a long time (laughs) mr jared goff uh, yeah, your team's just God. It's uh, Justin Herbert is so good. What the hell? That game versus Cleveland. If you did not watch that, it was so much fun to watch. Just watch them go back and forth. Um, God, Herbert's so good. Devonte over two hundred yards. Devonte like just insane numbers. Gibson getting some touchdowns. That's great. Yeah, the injuries are a bit scary. Hill's a bit banged up, um, but probably will still play. And then. Yeah, missing CEH will definitely hurt a bit. Um, but I still think, you know, I don't think Williams will be that bad replacing him or anything like that. Um, and you got you got to... What about Tony? What do you think of Tony? Tony? He's a good guy. That's all I know. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, that's all I needed to say. Really good dude. Yeah, all I know is he's a really good dude. I, I actually did, while I was pooping, I saw a post on, t- on Twitter about what Tony's response to the punch was, and he was like, it was a rookie mistake. It's my bad. I shouldn't have done that. So clearly a good guy. Hey, just a rookie guy. Good guy. He owned up to Every it. Every time he makes a mistake now, though, he's going to be like, it's it's a rookie mistake, all right, guys? Like, I'm just a rookie. <laughs> rookie mistake. <laughs> just a rookie, right? He goes out and gets, like, arrested. <laughs> just a rookie mistake. He, like, shoots somebody. <laughs> I'm just a rookie. Just a rookie. I just, I didn't know. You know, I, my mind hasn't evolved <laughs> enough. I didn't know I shouldn't have killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. Good guy, Tony. And then they'll have to they'll have to continue to start him and not arrest him and stuff because it's like yeah that's true he's just a rookie <laughs> he's just a rookie everyone gets one right <laughs> everyone gets one murder here in the NFL it's gonna be great um, no yeah. yeah this team it, it, it's good I'm, I'm happy with Tony obviously happy with Rondale Moore so those guys have some potential they're still rookies though so they're gonna be inconsistent. Um, not sure who I'll start this week in a big game, but let's go to you, who is clearly number one in my eyes because you got talent at every position, man. I mean, you did this, like you said, without Dalvin Cook and without Joe Mixon in your starting lineup. Like, that's insane. Those are two of your best players. Uh, Josh Allen is back to form. This guy's phenomenal. He can win you a week, um, similar to what Herbert and Lamar did. Like, this guy can just go off. Derrick Henry, like, what do we even need to say at this point? 30 carries, 130 yards, three touchdowns. Like, James Robinson, they forgot they had him (laughs) in the second half, and he still scored 23 for your team. Like, this guy is so good. Like, God, Jacksonville. This guy averages, like, he's averaged eight yards a carry in a game on 18 carries, and you drafted a running back in the first round. Like, what are we doing here? He's so good. He's so good. Like, he is talented as fuck. This guy is actually a good running back. And they drafted He's actually a good running back. And I'm, it just makes me sad. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to be Anyway, s- it doesn't make me sad because he's good and he's playing well. Um, and you were missing probably your second best player in Dalvin Cook. So, this is number one. It, it's the champion. Uh, until it's beaten, it's hard to prove it wrong. Mike Evans had two touchdowns this week. He looked good. I mean, Mike Evans has always been consistent. Like, consistently inconsistent <laughs> is how I thought about him. He's you got to play him every week. Um, I don't think you have an A.J. Brown problem. I just think it's going to take a little bit of time for him to get back to form. We'll see. If you want to trade him, let me know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think you do have a Trey Sermon problem. <laughs> God, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little negative on you for one second. I think you have an Allen Robinson and a Trey Sermon problem. I, I think Trey Sermon is, he's a bust already. Like we're five weeks into the season, he's already a bust. Like, and I'm confident. He's a bust. Jeff. I, I'm confident in that too. How are we com- so confident in this? Because Elijah <laughs> Mitchell beat him out in Mike and Shanahan's eyes. Like, what the how? How'd this happen? I, I'm sorry. Kyle Huschek got more touches, and he he has scored more points on the season. Mm, all I'm gonna say so is all I'm gonna say is the, the the San Francisco 49ers sucked on offense all day, and then they finally gave him the ball, and then they scored a touchdown later on that drive. So uh, I think he's a very positive impact on this offense here. Clearly, <laughs> clearly. Um, I don't know. I've never been the biggest Trey Sermon fan. But I'm sorry, John. He's a bust. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Your team's too good. It doesn't need Trey Sermon. So yeah. you're fine. Don't worry. You're fine. You don't even need Allen Robinson and Trey Sermon. Like, those are two of your better – Well, they were. should have been your better Allen players. Allen Robinson was a starter. Season. He was a starter for me every week last year. So, yeah. Yeah. And Kenny Galladay – isn't even gonna play for you once this season. Yeah, I mean, I could have had, I could have had Chase on this team instead of Kenny Galladay. That'd be nice. And Trey Sermon. That hurts. Imagine that definitely Trey hurts. Sermon, Kenny Galladay, and McCole Hardman for Chase. That'd be nice. <laughs> Tom, you want that trade? Tom, call. <laughs> Pick up the phone you know, and start dying. Hey, Hardman's here. I'm gonna sell high on him. <laughs> twelve targets. Finally, he's finally here. He had twelve targets. Yep. 
Wow. Yeah. All right, that's pretty good. Too bad it's never going to happen again. I just need I need more teams to be smart like Buffalo and cover everyone just covers Tyreek Hill. Um because <laughs> that's the strategy to beat Kansas City apparently. Philadelphia hated that strategy. Yeah, no, Philly really they were like, hated. No, <laughs> Tyreek, that's not the key to their victory, right? It's Hardman. It's all these other <laughs> players, right? Those are the good ones. K- Kelsey. Kelsey. Man, yeah, Kansas City. Not good. Are they they're two and three. In the weeks they win, Tyreek Hill is averaging thirty seven fantasy points. And then in the weeks they lose, he's averaging about <laughs> Seven. Yeah, it's because the teams that are beating them all are doing the same thing defensively, which is um, don't let Tyreek don't Hill like Tyreek Hill playing a lot of cover two, and just like Pat Pat Mahomes's favorite thing to do is just like scramble away and then chuck one deep to Hill, and they the, the, those <laughs> teams have realized okay let's not let him do that. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, I agree and it's with and you. it's what the Bucks did in the Super Bowl, and everyone was like, "Let's just copy their homework." <laughs> let's copy their homework. <laughs> All right, let's get on to um, matchups for this week. We have a big week. I think there's uh, a few really fun games here. I want to start with this one, John. Uh, Chris, coming off a comeback win, facing off against Quinn, who is now. Went from first in the power rankings to now sixth and three and two. John, Chris has Christian McCaffrey coming back in this game. Quinn's looking for a bounce back. What do you think about this one? Oh, man. This is uh, rough for Quinn because I think he's just going to end up continuing his losing streak here. Just such a rough team to run into right now for Quinn. My God. Uh, like anyone else, I think he would have rather run into like Chris with McCaffrey coming back and McCaffrey like resting an extra week, by the way, too. Like he probably could have played last week if he really wanted to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a fresh McCaffrey. We got bye weeks now this week, too, by the way. And Quinn has Corey Davis on bye, which shouldn't hurt too much, I guess. He could stick. James Conner in there, maybe. He has Chris Carson coming back. Yeah, he's got Carson coming back. That'll be nice for sure. Um, he's missed he's missed him these last two weeks. The first three weeks um, did, did very well. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I just think it's Chris. It's, he's going to win this one probably. Uh, it, it's rough for Quinn. I, I think he could possibly put up a good fight. I mean, you got the Rams against the Giants, which I think is a game that could end up going heavily in the way of the Rams, but who knows with how they've been playing lately. So, Yeah, you really don't know. Um, Chris has looked a little vulnerable the last couple weeks. Not not very vulnerable because he obviously he still put up 133 last week and 133 the week before that. We just got to the point where we like kind of thought he was going to have a bad week and then he didn't. Um, this week, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Chris is actually just going to pop (laughs) he's gonna explode and he'll probably beat quinn this week i'm sorry quinn um i think even if chris carson does come back two things one is they're playing the pittsburgh defense and two they don't have russell wilson double oof they're not going to move the ball that much low scoring game so i i just don't think this is going to set up well for quinn and i think he'll lose this week unfortunately man that's sad Quinn's gonna drop to three and three probably. We we could have if Tom upsets me, Tom could have the same uh, record as him. Who knows? Tom's not gonna <laughs> anything could happen. Um, Speaking of Tom, though, he had a good question, and let's address it in our next prediction. Charlie Sears <laughs> going into a football game without a quarterback, just like the Denver Broncos did last year in one of their <laughs> games. Um, Charlie Sears is running the Wildcat against Jack Reith. Yeah. What do you think about this, John? I mean, yeah, it's a confusing strat. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> apparently, Tua should be back this week. Well, he's designated to come off IR, uh, which means he could possibly not play. I know this as a Rashad Bateman um, Rashad Bateman person who he's been designated to come off IR for two weeks now, and he hasn't. So uh, anything could happen. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't. 
as so, as someone who just implemented a rule where you have to start eight active players, and if Charlie isn't able to get an active quarterback off the waiver wires and Tua doesn't play, do we have to force him to make a trade for a quarterback, or else we have to give him a strike? Like I I don't know what happens there. Like that's that's the one thing I, we didn't take into account is if someone just had insane bye weeks and couldn't pick up a quarterback because we don't have like a QB limit in this league the waiver wire could just have no active quarterbacks on it and then you're just screwed I feel like David Mills won't get picked up and if Charlie has to take somebody it would be David Mills John and I were joking before this though that if people listen to the pod and they pick up all the quarterbacks and bid a lot of money on them <laughs> and then Charlie has to pick up a quarterback that we all just like demand that he trades us back for like Taylor Heineke yeah. <laughs> Metcalf for a Heineke it's so even trust me or else you'll get a strike straight up you're gonna get a strike <laughs> it's worth it Charlie would probably take the yeah, strike yeah he probably would honestly it probably is it worth it to worth take it. the strike at that point and then <laughs> that point, and then yeah. Tom's gonna be like well I have to I'm trying to tank I'm also gonna take a strike this week and then they both just take a strike in one week and it's like okay Two more left for both of you. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think any of us would vote them out. True. I, I wouldn't vote Tom out. Like, even if he... Well, if he's yeah. not playing players consistently, I would probably vote yeah, him Yeah, that's out. what the strike if thing is. If he did it once just for the memes. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not voting. That's why we have three strikes here. You know, if you do it once, we'll be like, okay, you're doing it for fun. But if you do it three times, like, yeah, at this point, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm kicking you out of the league. Like, I know we're good friends, Tom, but... Now you're just messing with the league. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, Titled the pod, Charlie gets a strike. Charlie gets a strike. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, are we predicting this matchup? Sorry. Yeah, but I don't think the Wildcats get to work here. The Wildcat means you just play like a running back at quarterback, and I just I don't think that's going to be the strat in fantasy football. So uh, I'm going to go with Jack to win this game. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Who's Tua even playing this week? Tua's playing Jacksonville. Ooh, that'd be it. that could be a nice return game. It is. I do have a message. Um, Alex wants me to say this on the pod. Okay because I messaged him, we were talking trades today, and he wants me to say, Michael trying to pressure me into a trade for pod content. Let the league know. <laughs> oh, God. That, thanks for the breaking news. Where's the Rice Times articles? Like, well, Richie, what you guys that is That was the Rice Times breaking news. Wow, the Rice Times has been off yeah. lately. I'll have to pick it back no up. breaking news. Then. I mean, whoever writes the Rice Times yeah. will have to pick it back no, up. I must not be many scandals nowadays. Everyone's just perfect. I'll have to, we'll have to see. We haven't done too much investigating reporting. Okay. Um, this could be game of the week. Alex versus Nick. Ooh, Alex versus it's, Nick. I think it's up there. Yeah, this is a, a battle between two one and four teams here at the bottom of the of the standings. Um, and two tacos. Two tacos. They both have tacos as their mascot. Ah. Oh, I turned mascots off. Oh, come on. Mascots are fun. Yeah, I forgot that I did that. I don't remember when. I completely forgot mascots even existed in this app because I turned it off like when they gave the feature. I forgot about the tacos and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, this is an interesting matchup. Lamar's got a tough game against the Chargers. Um, Alex doesn't have two of his best running backs. What do you think, Nick? Uh, what do you think, John? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Does he have to play Brian Edwards? Oh, I think he's going to play Brian Edwards regardless. Why would you not put Emmanuel Sanders in? <laughs> I don't, Is he doing it just to make maybe you mad? Maybe he'll put Emmanuel Sanders in. If he puts Emmanuel Sanders in, he'll win. Um, because he'll Emmanuel Sanders will do much better than Brian Edwards regardless. And uh, But re- I think I'm actually going to go with Alex. I think regression to the mean here i think nick will have kind of a disappointing week and alex will have a really good week he's got the team to do it and i think this is going to be it so i'm going with alex upset win two in a row for alex dig 
Well, I'll go with Nick to oppose you. I think this. I think this will be a close game. I think Alex is. I mean, he'll have some good performances here, but he's got to play. I don't know. I, playing McKissick does suck. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to pick pick Alex. Um, here, I, I think it's a close one though. I'll, I'll I'll go Nick. All right. What's next? Next one. Um, sorry, I think I have game of the week this week. Uh, yeah, you definitely and, do. Uh, but, but I'm going with John versus Tom next. Uh, and I think 10 out of 10 people will be expecting this. I am going to pick you, John, to win this game. You'll have Dalvin Cook coming back, most likely. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think tank man wants to win so uh let's give him what he wants and he'll lose yeah so you're, you're gonna win yeah um i mean it would be such a such a week if tom ended up winning this game while trying to lose um it would be a classic for the ages um but yeah i'll go uh i'll go with me i'll go with myself god all my players always face each other i feel like it's josh allen versus derrick henry this week gonna be fun pretty fun yeah, you just hope for scoring. Yeah, high scoring. Tennessee buff, could be definitely could be high scoring, but Tennessee is. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be high scoring. Tennessee might not be good. Tennessee though. has been Buffalo's defense is pretty good this year, and Tennessee has their offense has failed at times for sure. It it has. Uh, I don't know. But if, Derrick Henry has never failed. I, it's so it's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Derrick Henry will be fine regardless. Uh, Okay, game of the week. Anthony, coming off a tough loss to you, John, in what, of course, happened is what you popped. And now here he's trying to bounce back um, against my team that is very banged up. So I think this is going to be a really good game. I'm going to pick the upset here. I think Anthony is going to beat me. Najee Harris has Seattle this week, which is nice. And Mahomes has Washington. Which whose defense is not as good as I expected. I think my team will kind of come down to earth this week uh, after popping for a while. So let's go with Anthony. And Tyler Lockett somehow has a good game with a backup quarterback because, of course, that's going to happen against me. (laughs) Geno Smith. Anthony's going to win. Geno Smith, a 100-yard touchdown to Tyler Lockett. Geno is so good. (laughs) Yeah. I Yeah, I'm picking it. That is helpful. Yeah. That is very helpful. That makes it, despite your injuries, I think that definitely evens it out here. Um, not having Camara. Uh, yeah, I think both you guys are a little banged up here, a little a hobbled lineup for both. I think Anthony does win. I think things will even out here. It's hard to go undefeated in fantasy, as we know. Um, so, yeah, I think. Just based off odds and the fact you guys are both really good teams, Anthony, I think Anthony might come up with the win here. And I get that. Uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting. It's been a while since I haven't had a Kansas City running back in my lineup, so now I can just kind of root for them to throw. Except not, because Tyreek Hill should just be the running back. and You should just hand it to him every time because <laughs> Mahomes is Anthony's quarterback, I just realized. Nah, he'll do that. At least that's kind of good. If Hill pops, and if Mahomes pops, usually Hill will pop. So yeah, that could be like the negate the star power on both sides, which would be interesting. Yeah, but the the Hardman game's coming. It's gonna be a three touchdown affair for Hardman. No, <laughs> not a Hardman game at all. We're gonna give Hardman not the... a Kelsey game. This is a Tyree. Oh, this is oh. If I'm Andy Reid, I'm like ooh. So they're expecting Hill to be the best wide receiver. Well, let's just turn Hardman <laughs> into Hill, and we'll have him run all his routes and do all his things. They're gonna switch jerseys. <laughs> and they're gonna switch jerseys, and the fantasy and sleepers gonna be confused. They're gonna be like, oh my god, Hardman's popping off. Because they see Hill with a Hardman jersey on. And they'll give Hardman all the points. Oh, God. <laughs> Hardman's going to get all the points. No. Uh, that's going to stink. Wow, bold predictions on this matchup. But... And that's how Anthony wins. He doesn't He doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even have win. Hardman. but <laughs> It doesn't matter. At least I won't get the points for it. Yep. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That's going to be crazy. Wow. Um so, yeah, my first loss of the season is incoming this week. 
we will see. The the debate is still do I play good guy Tony or do I play Daryl Williams? It's tough. Yeah, Tony's been good the best. I mean, God, his he was just on every play I saw <laughs> from the Giants last week. So um he dominated. He played he threw a, he threw a pass. Yeah. Um he caught 10 balls on 13 targets and even the week before he had nine targets so i feel like he's earned this and i think i'll just throw him out there barring his health if he's healthy and barring you know a suspension from the league (laughs) punching somebody (laughs) so if those two teams are fine i think if he gets those things are fine then if he gets suspended you should pro get suspended you should protest the nfl by starting him if he gets suspended, <laughs> that's what you gotta do. I'm sure, Anthony would love that. <laughs> the NFL will will be upset if you start him, no doubt. Anthony and Tom would both love that. Because <laughs> Tom would be like, "Yes, that's my guy. That's how you do it." <laughs> exactly. All right, another week, uh, another episode. Best of luck to everybody this week, except for Anthony and uh the turbo team they're uh getting placed into park this week Ooh. and then reverse Ooh.